Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 534 in Edmonton on what's going to be an abbreviated edition of Oilers Now. Uh, Randy just telling you there the... Uh uh, former Prime Minister of Canada, Brian Mulroney, uh, passing away at 84 years old. Chorus is going to run special coverage following uh, the 6 o'clock news or maybe even starting right at 6. But in any case, or in any case, uh, I will be uh, giving way to that. So let's get uh, this out of the way. I'll tell you some guests of Oilers now do receive gift certificates to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Uh, remember, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night out on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. Tell Chris and Chef Altoff that Oilers Now sent you. We go to Ron McLean from NHL Hockey on Rogers for Century Casino Edmonton. Every day is game day at Century uh, Casino Sports Bar and Lounge. Head to Century Casino on 131st Avenue and Fort Road. Uh, uh, Ron, I imagine your, your path at some point likely crossing with the former Prime Minister Mulroney. Is that is that accurate? Very much so. I did my one and only All-Star game for NBC at Montreal and interviewed Brian Mulroney, who was Prime Minister at the time. Uh, so that's one very good memory. And I have another great memory of the convention in 83 when he won the nomination to lead the PC party. Uh, and it was a phenomenal moment for Peter Mansbridge. But before we get to all that, can uh, is Randy Gilburn, I know this is the busiest day. It's ironic I wanted Randy to join us. I think I Randy, see his headset on. Yeah, yeah. still when you, oh, yeah. Hey, Randy, when, when uh, Brendan said steakhouse, it almost had shades of the way you can do things. But listen, uh, I'm not to drop names, but I was talking to Bruce Bowie this morning. Ah. And I've been talking to Cam Tate. And the question for you is, are you working Monday? Uh, yes, I am. And you know what that is significant of Monday is? March 4, 1974? Oh, yeah, I do know what. Uh, yes, I do, actually, Ron. So, uh, yeah, do you? I certainly do. That's why I wanted you to come on. And I wanted, I made a note in my calendar like six months ago because I had read that March 4, 74 was a big day for you. That's when you started at 6.30, Ched, which for all of us, me and Red Deer, you uh, in Edmonton at Bonnie Dune, that was a dream, right, to go to Ched. And you did. So I wouldn't mind hearing just what you remember about that. Oh, listen, I was I started out in this business on October 1st, 1973 at uh, CKYL in Peace River. I was only there for a few months and I got a call from Ched, uh, the newsroom, saying Hal Gardner is being transferred down to Calgary. Would you like to come and work in our newsroom? That was in mid-February. And I actually thought, it was a guy named Jim McLaughlin called me when uh, we were living up in Peace River to tell me that. And I have to be honest, I had never heard of Jim McLaughlin. So I thought it was a buddy of mine pulling my leg, and I said some not very nice things <laughs> and uh, and hung up on, on him. Bob Layton called me within... That's like, who I'd have thought, yeah, yeah. would have called. Well, he called me 30 seconds after I hung up on Jim McLaughlin and said, um, <laughs> you really are being offered a position at Chad, Randy. I wouldn't do that again. And I, you know, apologized profusely, and I accepted the position. Yep, started here March the 4th, 1974. I can't believe that it's 50 years. I, but, Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. Uh, and you know what the number one song was that week? No, but uh, you'll I'll, know. I'll, I'll play it for you here and see if... Goodbye to you, my trusted friend. 
So what's interesting about that is uh, it's Canadian. Terry Jacks, yep. born in Winnipeg and lived in Vancouver. Uh, and this is the Billboard Hot 100, Brendan. So this is like big stuff for uh, a Canadian to be on top of the Hot 100. And he was for three weeks. Uh, March 2nd, he got there. So when you took the job at what was the ultimate rock station in our country, 630 Ched, uh, yep. that was the number one song in North America. So yeah. I thought you'd get a kick out of that. And Jacques Plant, my boyhood hero in hockey, he was playing for the Oilers in the WHA that year. Uh, right. He got off to an 8-1 and one start. And right. He only would play the home games, but anyway, you're, you're uh, yeah, Bowie was the guy I thought I could be, right? I sent him, and it's funny, Bruce told me, he says, tell Randy, uh, he used to help me out on the, when I go down and do a dance or a sock hop, and we went to Red Deer, and you would oh, set up yes. the gear for him, help him out. You know that story. You go ahead. You no, you go okay. ahead. You, you well, tell this one. <laughs> so you got a speeding ticket on the way back, oh. and Bruce didn't think anything of it, and then years, like 30 years later, you gave it to him. He said, you know, Bruce, I helped you out with all those uh, sock ops. You never offered to pay the half of that speeding ticket. <laughs> no, he, and he did not. He didn't even so offer a, a, a five bucks. He didn't offer a penny, actually. So. Well, what's funny is, Brendan, I sent an air check to Bruce. I didn't think I could be Wes Montgomery. I couldn't be Bob McCord or later Rob Christie or any of those guys, Chuck Chandler. But I could have been Bruce, I thought. He was a, a sensible, you know, kind, uh, informative kind of guy on the radio. And I thought, I could do that, I think. So I sent him my air check from CKRD in Red Deer, and I included $10 for him to buy a bottle of wine, imagine. So he, <laughs> he, he said on his, he, he put his remarks on the same tape, sent it back to me and said, have a listen, Ron, I've got advice for you. And he said, you can't be that nice, Ron. You're, you're smiling through everything you're saying. You, no one's that nice all the time. And everybody I ever tell that story to that worked with Bruce Bowie said, Bruce Bowie is telling you not to be too nice because uh, he's as nice as they come. But he sent the 10 bucks back. So he was a little uh, thrifty with you, but at least he gave me the 10. He says, I don't drink, Ron, so I can't buy a bottle of wine, but I appreciate the thought. Oh, I, I tell you, I Ron, I was so lucky to be here in those days. I'm still lucky to be in this business, of course. You are, of course, yeah. Absolutely, but I mean, I got to work with some incredible people. My two mentors were Bob Layton and C.R. Nichols, the great afternoon yes. news anchor here at Shed for so very long. And I mean, the lineup of announcers, you had Wes in the morning, Wes Montgomery, and you had Chuck doing 9 to noon, and then Bruce was doing noon to 3. Bruce started two weeks after I did here, ah. so he and I got to be really good friends, which we still are. And then, as you mentioned, you had Bob McCord doing Drive Home, uh, Gordon Robison, the late Gord Robison, was doing six to nine, and Len Tucson was doing nine to midnight. I mean, you're not yeah. going to get a much better lineup than that. It was an incredible station, and the Santa's Anonymous was epic, and the Sun Stickers were epic, and everything about the energy of Ched in the '70s was uh, was bigger than life. And I'll just tell you one story. I know you got to go and help Global organize the the coverage of the late Brian Mulroney. But so in '83, Mulroney was running for the leadership of the Progressive Conservative, and this is where Peter Mansbridge made him his name. He was hosting with David Halton at the Civic Center in Ottawa. And it was extremely competitive. Joe Clark was the incumbent. Uh, Peter Pocklington of the Oilers was running for the nomination. They had Michael Wilson, the finance minister. John Crosby was a, a great orator, an MP out of Newfoundland. Brendan, who unbelievable speaker. So uh, David Crombie would go on to be mayor of Toronto. All of these heavy hitters were running to be the leader of the Progressive Conservative Party. So it went to a fourth ballot, and it meant for like two days solid, Peter Mansbridge and David Halton were filling. They were having to, you know, dance because they weren't getting a, a conclusion to this particular nomination. So finally, after three ballots, uh, Mulroney's not far from the dais where Halton and Mansbridge are working. Peter throws it to a reporter, and then he hops off the dais, and he says to Mulroney, now, Brian, 
Um, we haven't got uh, official word that Crosby's told his delegates to go over to your side, but we think that they are, and we think you're going to win on the fourth ballot. And if you do, I know you'll have a lot of people to high-five and hug and all that, but if you could just step up on the riser where David Halton and I are working, It'd be a real coup for me to have you do an interview immediately after winning. That's what happened. Mulroney wins on the fourth ballot. He steps up onto the riser with Mansbridge. And as I say, all of this makes him. CBS came looking for Peter Mansbridge. Nolton Nash had to step down and they gave him the national. But what was funny about it is he said, it was my moment. It was my, you know, star is born moment. But it could have ended my career because throughout the whole interview with Mulroney, I kept saying, Brian. I never said Mr. Mulroney, and I never said leader of the PC party elect. And as a CBC anchor, that is completely forbidden to be chummy with the government. So it was. Uh, he said, I, I made a name for myself, but in a way, I could have been fired on the spot. So I thought you'd enjoy that. Oh, that's a good one. Brendan, are you still awake? Uh, no, no yeah. guys, I was just going to say, I mean, I've, I've been able to just, like, kick my feet up and listen to excellent radio by two seasoned broadcasters. And I'm not the only one that feels that way. We're getting loads of texts that are all echoing this sentiment. So uh, appreciate the trip down memory lane without a doubt. And, uh, mm-hmm. and again, we do have uh, in expanded coverage, I guess you'd call it, of the passing of uh, Brian Mulrooney coming up at 6 o'clock. Let's pick Ron McLean's brain hockey-wise uh, at least for a couple more minutes well, here, Ron. Can I just say one it. more yeah, thing, sure. Brenner? Yeah. Ron, I don't know if I should say thank you for this memory of 50 years I've, you know 50 years randy i know i know but <laughs> thank you ron i really appreciate it and i'll have to give bowie a shout and give him yeah a cam tate also you yes. gave him his start he had a lot of great things to tell me about you know how you influenced and shaped his uh, writing and his love of journalism so yeah you're, you're the best randy and eileen bell you probably know work together at ckrd so yes i have i have the, all the uh, sources i need to keep tabs on your 50 years but congrats well, monday so monday will be a nice moment for you Appreciate it. I'm sorry, Brendan. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, don't yeah. apologize. This is great, <laughs> oh, thank guys. You. I appreciate yeah. the, uh, the quality the, the radio. News today. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Oilers uh, Now, is that what this show is called? Uh, <laughs> we've been told that. Often if we deviate even for a handful of seconds, we are reminded. But not the case today, and that's how I know that was excellent, excellent content. Zach Hyman providing excellent oh content gosh. to Oilers fans, Ron. I mean, this is a dream free agent signing for all of the reasons. He is, he is just such a well-rounded person and player and to see him uh, cashing in at this rate and, and it, it also providing results for the Oilers. It's a match made in heaven and I think that we got to uh, revisit that a little bit last night. Well, and the, and the other thing about uh, Hyman, I, I play beer league hockey on Tuesday nights with a winemaker named John D'Souza and he owned a restaurant in downtown Toronto and he sold the building, uh, the restaurant was closed, but he sold uh, this big property in Toronto to none other than Zach Hyman. So they're the, the oh, best wow. of friends. Yeah, that's right. So Zach needs to score 60 to pay for the place he bought from my friend, John D'Souza. So that, that's a little inside story. But <laughs> watching watching that, you know, uh, and, and as he said, you know, I'm playing with McDavid tonight. Crazy thing happened in the Leaf Arizona game. Before the game, Justin Bourne said, can you imagine Toronto hasn't beaten Arizona in Toronto since 2002, the exact day that Matthew Nyes was born. So imagine, Nyes' entire lifetime, Toronto has never beaten the Coyotes in Toronto. So he said, Nyes has to score tonight. And he did, but if you saw the goal, Brendan, it was uh, one of those Marner breakaways, much like uh, Robert Thomas had last night, and Nugent Hopkins took it away from him. In this case, uh, a drop pass from Marner to Nyes, and he scores uh, to honor that 
amazing little quirky stat. But yeah, Hyman, he's just so brilliant, uh, you know, getting to know him a little bit uh, in Toronto, did a lot of charity work with Zach and uh, he's endlessly kind and generous. Uh, he's so sharp, you know. He, obviously, he's a bull on the puck. I mean, that you know, last night he had two goals, but he could have had five or six, and he was creating all kinds of ha- havoc with his forecheck. He's, a, he's impressive to watch, and he he makes uh, he does for uh, obviously uh, McDavid what Matthews can do for Marner. He he can convert, uh, and he just knows how to help the offense come alive. And the other thing that was amazing, and you touched on it, was. Uh, the Nugent Hopkins back check of a lifetime. Because he's Stuart Skinner. You know, when I mentioned uh, Plant, my boyhood hero was playing for the WHA Oilers. He was a real presence in the dressing room. He was the guy that settled the defense on the Oilers back in the 70s uh, in his short time there. And and to see, you know, like all young players, Skinner's going to have to be probably five, six years before he's truly, you know, feels like he's, he's the guy that's a kind of a pseudo-captain. But he looked like it last night. He was slamming his stick as they went to commercial there and you could just feel that that was a moment. The, the two of them, Hyman's 40th and Nugent Hopkins' back check, were a couple of really important playoff-style moments. Uh, a couple things that I do want to get to here a little bit further away from the Oilers. Um, so Matt Rempe has taken the league by storm for reasons that old schoolers love and maybe new yeah. schoolers are a little more opposed to. Uh, but he's come by it in such a, a manner that, you know, it's... I, I, I love watching him have fun with it, but I think Gino Retta had a really strong piece that he penned, just the counterpoint to this in terms of uh, dancing with danger. So it's a part of the game that we love, and you love to see an ambitious young player making a name for himself on the heavyweight circuit, no less, Ron. But, um, you know, I just I want your, your thoughts on something that's been driving headlines in the league, but uh, but could come with some controversy. Well, I mean, everybody's aware of, you know, what headshots can do. And so he's going to have to walk that fine line where, A, he could be penalized at a critical moment in the playoffs just because he's six foot eight and a half. And when he tries to make a check, it's, you know, it's hard for him to avoid. But Chara was a master at it. Uh, I think if he if he sort of grows into uh, realizing how Chara did things, you know, you watch Colton Pareko play. He's not the same kind of player. He's not a fighter or aggressive player, but um, he he has to be able to hit uh, with a six foot six frame Pareko, and he does it well. So and DeHarnay does it well. There's another guy that uh, you know I watched last night was really, you know, for the Oilers that. That Blues team, I think you even said it the day before, you know, this was going to be a playoff-style game because the Blues are very buttoned down. They are very big. Uh, so it was important for Edmonton. When they got shelled in the first five minutes, you think, oh, God, you know, this is a precursor to what could happen to them against bigger teams in the playoffs. But it, but they found their way out of it. And uh, I thought DeHarnay actually was really good early on. Uh, his breakouts were great. Uh, he broke up some plays. Uh, so I thought he, he was a guy that could handle that size coming at the Oilers. Bouchard played the most so that's impressive too and nurse can obviously and uh, echo can handle it but uh, you know with with rampy um i we all love it uh, you know he he's he, uh, jennifer botterill was surprising she kind of shocked me when she said this last week on hockey night in canada my mom told me don't try to make the olympic team jen try to be on that olympic team and be a significant factor you know don't just just don't be the 20th player on the team. And Rempe has clearly, you know, he's mm-hmm. scored, he's fought, he's hit. His interviews are great. He's just, you know, he's playing the loose right now as you do. And, you know, then the encore performance is always the hardest. So, you know, that's why you have a sophomore jinx. But as far as the injury part, uh, 
I, I wouldn't. Uh, I think you know they're all raised in the in the more modern game where very few players know how to fight. Um, they're all very aware of head hits. So I, I'm not concerned one iota. I think it's great, and I think you know the New York's got that Truba Rempe combination that will definitely they'll be a tough out this spring. Ron, this was so great. I appreciate you as always, and I wish we had more time, but we'll we'll have some. No, time I'm sorry. I was a nice uh, again. Congrats to Randy and uh, I love Brian Mulroney. He was a good man. So I, I hope folks enjoy the coverage of that too, and we'll look forward to the Oilers on the weekend. Thank you very much, Ron McLean from NHL Hockey on Rogers, brought to you each week by Century Casino Edmonton. I remind you, you can join New West Travel on an exclusive road trip to Dallas in April. Watch the Oilers play the Stars in uh, maybe a Western conference finals preview perhaps uh new west travel package includes airfare four nights in a deluxe hotel a great game ticket and a reception with bob and you can complete this trip with an optional tour of at&t stadium and catch an uh, american league baseball game either the astros the rangers everything's bigger in texas including this road trip call new west travel today or visit them at newwesttravel.com uh, i'd give you an injury report uh, report but no Nobody on the Oilers is injured right now, and we do the knock. We knock on wood. That's right. But the injury report is brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. We have that special coverage starting at 6 o'clock for the passing of former Canadian Prime Minister Brian Mulroney. And uh, in the meantime, we'll wrap up the show when we get back to Oilers now. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Bob, missing today's show, actually to be with Ryan Nugent Hopkins at the uh, Cystic Fibrosis uh, uh, Foundation dinner, I believe is what it's called. I'm I'm sure, actually, I'm screwing that up now, but it is in support of cystic fibrosis uh, research. And uh, tomorrow, he will be traveling with the team down to Seattle. They play the Kraken at 2 o'clock Saturday afternoon, and then Sunday is the return fixture of of a doubleheader, but not against the Kraken. It's the Pittsburgh Penguins in town on Sunday night. So we'll uh, take a peek at Sidney Crosby for the only time this year. And uh, it's a bit of a run for the Oilers in the next several games. So they're at Seattle uh, on Saturday. And then Pittsburgh on Sunday, I say. Then they head out east. So Boston, Columbus, Buffalo, and Pittsburgh all on the road in the following week leading up to next Sunday. So lots going on for this team. And... Uh, It'd be nice to see them uh, not put themselves behind the eight ball. That's really as simply as I can put it. Like, start the game better. And they know. And the one constant with that, because they've changed the coach over several times, the one constant is the is the core group of players. So to me, the onus is right there to to lead the charge to better starts in hockey games. Uh, I'll tell you that some guests of Oilers now do receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite place to celebrate your special occasion. Uh, try a Wagyu steak today. And normally, if we had time, of course, you would have heard from Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque. He's brought to you uh, by GCL Diesel providing genuine uh, service and diesel parts and turbochargers at great prices since uh, 1972. Visit gcldiesel.com. 
Yeah, we got a we got about 90 seconds. A couple of awesome texts. A lot of appreciation for Ron and Randy in that conversation on uh, the precipice of Randy's 50-year anniversary with the station. Boy, he was trying to have that one fly under the radar. Well, not so fast, says Ron McLean. And uh, a text here from Carl, who's tuned in from Camrose. He says, uh, Boston's helping out the Oilers right now. I look up at the scoreboard. The Bruins are up three zip on Vegas. Vegas loses. Oil country wins. To this day in Oilers history, brought to you by New West Travel. Again, they've got that exclusive four night road trip down to Dallas. Watch the Oilers play the Stars in April. Call or visit newwesttravel.com. It's a leap year, it's the 29th of February, right? We only have to go back four years. They actually played a game. Leon Dreisaitl scored twice and assisted on the Nuges game winner. Edmonton took down the Jets 3-2 at Rogers Place. You'll hear from Frank Saravalli tomorrow. Brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. Their racing returns on May 4th at Century Mile. For more, go to thehorses.com. We're saying goodbye early. We give way to special coverage of the passing of one of Canada's Prime Ministers, Brian Mulrooney. Brendan Escott here. I'll see you tomorrow. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation.